If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, The Psychology of God, The Urge to Creative Life, Part 4. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bally, founder of the Lucis Trust. And Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 uh, books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you'll hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The creative ability of the future will emerge on a relatively large scale in the realm of creative living, and not so much in the realm of creative art. This creative living will express itself through a new world of beauty and of divine expression. Through the outer form, the light of livingness will show. The symbol and that for which it stands will be known and seen. How does creative living relate to the psychology of God? This is the um, fourth part in a discussion of the psychology of God. And uh, to me, this theme of the urge to creative life follows on quite directly from uh, last uh, week's discussion. Uh, that theme was the urge to formulate a plan. And we talked about how the vision of the plan is known in the mind of God and is supposed to be registered by the human mind because humanity is kind of the linchpin in the working out of the divine plan on earth. Humanity is meant to serve as the mediator between the higher realms of the kingdom of souls and the lower uh, kingdoms of the vegetable, animal, and mineral kingdoms. 
humanity's obligation and responsibility is to register the plan and to uh, work out the manifestation of the plan on earth. And this requires creativity. So the theme today, the urge to creative life, is the means by which God's plan is registered or recognized or intuited by human minds and then given vision and form and gradually worked out by all of us, really. All of us are required to participate in this uh, manifestation of a creative expression of divinity. How we do that? Not so easy. No, not so easy is right. It's um, the urge to creative life is... um it's, it's, as it says here, it's another one of those, um, aspects of God that is passed on by way of the soul to the human, to the human being. So everyone has potentially the ability to, uh, for creative living or the use of their imagination to, uh, create in their daily life. And, uh, that's essentially what we're trying to, uh, bring through and talk about here, it's a little difficult to kind of make uh, make it manifest because it is such a subjective um, quality that we're trying to, uh, uh, trying to imagine, if you will. The first book of the Bible, Genesis, talks about um, the um, act of bringing the world into existence from nothing and Actually, the definition of uh, creativity in the dictionary has to do with bringing the world into existence out of nothing, or in the case of a human being, to originate something, to create something from nothing. In other words, to bring something totally new into the world. So a creative act is um, an act of originality, of... um, uh, newness of bringing in uh, a totally original and new creation, whether it's an idea or a project or a vision or um, a theory or a solution to a world problem. And you can imagine, using the key word, you can understand that to do this, one has to use the imagination. The imagination is really um, a gift from God. And it's that aspect of consciousness that enables us to build in our minds some vision of something that is not yet manifested in actual uh, physical reality. It's an act of bridging, we could say. The imagination is the bridge that we cross into realms of divinity. And we do it more often than we might give ourselves credit for. Oh, yes, the uh, use of the imagination, it's very active today. I mean, uh, human beings are (coughs) tremendously creative. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we know, just look at all the gadgets and all the um, technology that's out there and keeps changing every six months. And Mm -hmm. there's always a new gadget coming on the market. And so, um, but the kind of creativity of creative living is not exactly that. It's not arts and crafts that we're talking about. It's not technology we're talking about. It's not even uh, architecture, although architecture is perhaps 
kind of getting close to uh, revealing that inner meaning of simplicity that is in the mind of God that is he's attempting to bring through. I think maybe I would disagree a little bit that technology might have a place to play in a, a, a spiritual act of creativity. When you think about the Internet and the way it has put people in touch with each other on a global scale and enabled the transmission of information in lightning speed, it's liberating many lives um, in the sense of enabling people to plan and to take um, action in a much more immediate way than they used to be able to. So I can see a kind of a spiritual dimension to something as mundane as uh, technology. And yet, you're right, the urge to creative life is uh, a much more subtle phenomenon than artistic or technological creations. It has to do with being able to read the meaning behind the outer form that we see, to see the meaning and significance behind the outer obvious uh, uh, manifestations. That spiritual reading is um, a very holy process, and it is something that we need to engage in on every level of our daily lives to see the significance behind the mundane and obvious. Right, and it's the uh, urge or the creative urge of the soul, I think, that provides that um, most immediate kind of meaning. In fact, the, the soul is said to be exists in the world of meaning. It is the means by which God uh, makes his presence in the world. Uh, <clears throat> it is the means by which this creative act uh, in every human being comes about because it is the, the soul qualities that uh, we are attempting to bring through. And I think that's in reference to the world of meaning. It means uh, the means by which quality comes into the world. It's interesting to think um, about the creative types I've known and worked with. So many of them have seemingly demanded that life offer them something new, fresh, and original at uh, regular intervals because their understanding of creativity is that one avoids the humdrum and never gets involved in any kind of rut. And yet it strikes me that in the obvious, mundane, habitual uh, aspects of our life, even those moments or, or uh, periods of time when we feel really stuck in a situation or a problem, maybe those are the most potentially creative of all. Because if we're supposed to learn how to see meaning and significance behind the outer form, those periods when we're stuck in a situation are those um, moments, well, you could equate it to the CD that you're playing, getting stuck. We go over and over and over something until we get it right. And so I think those those periods when we don't seem to be m moving forward are the very um, holders of um, information and teaching that we need to plumb in order to gain some understanding. We're all slower learners than we wish we were. 
and uh, the situations that repeat themselves over and over again are probably those that we most need to uh, explore. Well, yes, that's right, and I would agree with that. But um, it's here again. It's it's the soul that keeps repeating mm-hmm. life after life. It, uh, it it exposes us to certain situations that will bring about this learning process, and <clears throat> sometimes it's a situations of great crisis, and and it's those moments of tension that uh, do bring about a uh, there's nothing like a good crisis to uh, um, bring the mind <laughs> into control and focus the mind mm-hmm. so uh, and, and that's just what we need sometimes and those crises are useful because those are often what propel us to draw upon the soul if we are comfortable we don't tend to turn to the soul to the higher more spiritual um aspects of consciousness because, in fact, we are comfortable. But crises dislodge us out of our comfort zone, and that's when we can uh, find ourselves forced to turn to a higher understanding. And that's when the imagination can draw in the vision of the soul. The imagination, Alice Bailey said, is released into creative activity when the spiritual aspirant acts as if he were the soul in full expression and sometimes that's all we can do we can only wing it so to speak we can only act as if we know what we're doing and as if we know where we're going but that's a very creative act of the imagination to assume that the soul and its vision and its energy are available to us and if we truly act upon that faith we will find energy and guidance available to us. So the creative imagination draws in the energy of the soul more vividly than we might ever have experienced if we hadn't been forced to turn to the soul. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, The Psychology of God, and the subtitle is The Urge to Creative Life, Part 4. We have a uh, special offer from Lucy's Trust for you today, and it's it's a paper on the psychology of God, and that should motivate you also because you don't have a lot of reading to do, but yet uh, it might be enough to stimulate your further interest in this particular topic, and you can read it in a little bit more depth, and hopefully it'll uh, motivate you to read the Alice Bailey book, Esoteric Psychology, Volume 2. The larger book might be something very intriguing to you after reading that paper. So what you need to do if you want to take advantage of this offer, it's absolutely for, uh, for free, is give us a call on our toll-free number, which is 1-866-695-8247. Uh, that's, uh, just give us a call. Ask us for uh, the paper on the psychology of God. The easy way to remember the, fo- the phone number, it's a toll-free number, is one eight six six N Y Lucis. Think of one eight six six. New York, Lucis, Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. And we appreciate, by the way, your donations. That's what keeps us on the air. Many of you have been uh, very generous, but we appreciate uh, gifts, both large and small, because collectively that's what keeps us going. Um, It's very expensive to pay for radio, and uh, the biggest donation here is coming from Sarah and Dale, who do this... uh, 
without any pay. They don't get compensated at all for doing the show. They do it from their love of the material, from the spiritual philosophy involved that uh, certainly uh, they've become immersed in. So if you'd uh, like to donate, please send donations to Lucis Trust. They are tax deductible, by the way. Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And to hear Inner Sight, to hear our programs again, you can uh, you can listen to our website. And we have a whole uh, library of archive shows on our website. The website is www.lucistrust.org. And then click on Inner Sight. I was looking at the... I'm, I'm very intrigued by the opening thought that we started with today. And uh, I'll probably be thinking about it over and over again. I think there's a lot of depth to it. But... Um, uh, part of it, I, I wonder if you could um, enlighten me and, and the rest of the audience perhaps is interested too. Um, I'm going to take this out of the context of the opening uh, thought. It says, this creative living will express itself through a new world of beauty and of divine expression. Through the outer form, the light of livingness will show. The symbol in that for which it stands will be known and seen. Well, such a cryptic remark, yet very <laughs> interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you could say something about what is meant by the light of livingness, and also uh, uh, the symbol in that for which it stands will be known and seen. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. that's yet to be found out. I don't know. I suppose um, each of us might interpret that slightly differently, but to me the light of livingness refers to pure spirit. Livingness is a term that's found throughout the books of Alice Bailey. I don't think I had ever come upon it before I started reading her books. And as I understand her meaning, livingness is that essential spiritual spark of fire that lies within every atom of substance on all grades of existence in the um, throughout the planet. Every atom of life is spiritually... Um, Uh, capable of evolution and that livingness that spiritual quickening when it is when it catches fire is what enables the life in that atom to progress in evolution for the human being it occurs through the awakening of consciousness through the awakening of the mind and this is what's happening today on such an exponential level the growth of human intelligence and of education to a almost universal level is a tremendous phenomenon that wasn't true even probably a hundred years ago and certainly not centuries ago. People are today much more aware and alert and uh, educated and it's an exciting time. It's also responsible for all the mischief we get into because the awakening mind is the creative mind and creative acts are not always on a high level. One of the things the human mind loves to do is create um, diversity and a multitude of forms as long as it's focused on the concrete level. And Dale mentioned simplicity a while ago. That is so important to understanding what lies behind the outer realm. We have to look for simplicity Alice Bailey said, divinity is veiled and hidden by a multiplicity of forms with infinite detail. 
and in simplicity of forms, she said, will eventually be seen a newer beauty and a greater sense of truth and a, a revelation of God's meaning and purpose. You would think the, the nature of the present times works directly against that simplicity, but in that simplicity we find, I think, a union of symbol and uh, form. Right, and it says <clears throat> through simplicity you are, will eventually arrive at a newer beauty and a greater sense of truth and the revelation of God's meaning and purpose. And I think simplicity is something we just have to aim for. And uh, I noticed, I've, I've heard many mathematicians say, for example, that the simplicity of mathematical formulas and the beauty that comes from certain mathematical theorems that that work. Suddenly it all comes together and it's just so simplified as in, well, Einstein's great theory of E equals MC squared. I mean, it's, it's all, there's so much that's contained in that, that uh, theory and that in that formula. Simple. It's very simple. It's it's you know three three symbols, mm -hmm. and uh, don't ask me to explain it. <laughs> it's it's all contained in that those three symbols, and it's a very complex, detailed explanation that one has to go through. But uh, there is in in mathematics that simplicity, and I think that's the kind of simplicity that is being referred to here, and the simplicity that lies uh, in the realm of God and what God is trying to create in the world, a similar kind of simplicity. I've heard of um, artistic um, um, teachers also urging their students uh, who have created, um, oh, perhaps a visual work of art, uh, and who are very pleased with their creation, they're then given the instruction to take away everything that doesn't belong to it. And that always comes as kind of a shock. Well, it's all needed. It's all part of the beauty. But when you start eliminating everything that's extraneous, you find something is revealed that is even more beautiful. And that is really, I think, what creative living is. We weed out everything that is non-essential and extraneous. And in those choices, we set our spiritual course because those choices are based on values and in deciding what is uh, extraneous and what is essential we draw upon um, our spiritual uh, understanding and such is the path of creative living as long as we want to include everything and more in our lives I don't think we're living the creative life Oh, we may think we are. I mean, we have, you know, we've got plenty of money, and we've got the big house and the cars mm -hmm. and all the material things, and we think we're living. Mm -hmm. This is what life is all about. And then we uh, add on a yoga class, <laughs> and, <laughs> and everything is great. And then, uh, yeah, and then you start <laughs> meditation, and you realize, oh my gosh, I'm I'm, I'm uh, imprisoned by all of this mm -hmm. stuff that's around me. And so it's that point, that's the big crisis crunch, and you, you realize you've got to downsize your life, and uh, then you begin to understand what living this really means, perhaps. That brings to mind uh, the tremendous example of Henry Thoreau, 
who um, went off and uh, lived in a, a hut on a Walden Pond. And he understood that to get at the meaning of life and to live a truly creative life, he had to eliminate just about everything mm. uh, from his life. Maybe that's not demanded of all of us. But I think all of us can simplify to some extent. And in doing so, we set, we declare our values, our spiritual values. I think it also is helpful to realize that it has to begin in the here and now. Alex Bailey made a wonderful statement about where the focus of the spiritual seeker should be. She said, there's no need for too great an up, upward straining or too intense an outward looking. She said, that which is to be revealed lies all around us and within us. It's the significant of all that is embodied in form and the meaning behind the appearance and the reality veiled by the symbol and the truth expressed in substance. That suggests to me that whatever our situation at present is, it contains or veils something that is of great teaching value and uncovering that is an act of creative living. We don't so much need to change our, our life as to live it with more consciousness and understanding. Right, and it's probably useful to remember that <clears throat> what we're talking about here is the rules for inducing soul control. All of these um, rules that we're talking about, the seven, seven rules, are rules for inducing soul control. And it's that's why the emphasis is upon bringing through the soul and the qualities of the soul and letting <coughs> those qualities excuse me <coughs> um, manifest through your daily life and that's why simplicity is one of those uh, one of those qualities and that will uh, really bring more of a sense to one's creative life I think the present time is very auspicious for creative living because, as we've said before, we're in a transitional era from an old age governed by a pattern of energy known as the sixth ray of idealism. We're transiting into a new age that will be governed by the energy that fosters the fusion of spirit and matter. And in this time, there's a cycle of new artistic expression that's emerging. and greater beauty is gradually being revealed. We don't see the significance of the present time because we're too close to it, I think. But more and more is being revealed to our understanding about our planetary life, about the beauty of the lower kingdoms, animal, vegetable, and mineral. Our understanding of them is, is expanding. Our understanding of human potential is much greater than it was perhaps even 50 years ago and we're exploring space and all of this is indicative I think of man's capacity to imagine a better world so with all the problems we're experiencing I really do think something is coming into greater relief in the sense of developing a negative uh, into a photograph something is emerging in human consciousness that I think is going to be closer to what God has in mind for our world. 
please take advantage of the special offer from the Lewis's Trust. And that's our gift to you, uh, which is a paper, The Psychology of God. So give us a call, ask for the, the, the paper, The Psychology of God. I think you'll find it extremely intriguing. Uh, once again, it's no charge. Give us a call at one 695 That's one 695 The easy way to remember it is one 866 ny Think of one 866 new york Lucis. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z.